My name is Erin Bross, and this is The Dirt, Confessions of a Tree Planter. Art for this podcast comes from another tree planter, Bethany Davis, as part of her illustration series, Follow the Trees. This is a podcast about tree planting as a reforestation practice in the silviculture industry. Tree planters are a collective of people who spend much of their lives replenishing a logged area with new forest. However, tree planting is so much more than the physical act of planting thousands of seedlings in the ground day after day as a job. It is about the connections, experiences, bonds, and memories that last a lifetime. The dirt is a place to shed light on the culture that is mostly contained within those who have stuck a shovel in the ground. It is meant to dive deep into all things tree planting as a place for those to reminisce, relate, or to learn. So wherever you're coming from, as any tree planter would say, may the planting gods be with you. Hey folks, I am back, finally, (laughs) briefly. Um, Yeah, I've uh, had an increasingly difficult time keeping up with most anything in life uh, during summer trees here as I get more and more tired. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've, I've finally gotten to this episode and I wanted to do this to coincide with the album release. So I sit down with Harland Alexander, um, who is a tree planter, uh, musician, extraordinaire, and yeah, he's written some songs about his time tree planting and a lot of his musical inspiration and even evolution has come from his time on the block. So uh, yeah, we talk all about his tree planting career, what he's up to right now, um, because this is like the first summer that he hasn't planted. And we talk, of course, about his music and the evolution of his music and uh, his new album that just came out. So definitely check out all the links in the show notes for his website, for uh, links to where you can find his music, where you can find the new album. Um, So he's got a very distinct brand of what he calls lo-fi indie pop music. And yeah, in the interview, I actually list a couple of the sort of older influences I think that his voice sounds like. Um, He's got a really interesting voice uh, and I quite enjoyed it. So he uh, obtained a certificate in recording arts from the NSCC in Halifax. Um, So he spent a lot of his time on the East Coast, Um, but I caught up with him actually when he was in Victoria back in June, I'm pretty sure it was. Um, So a couple months ago now, but uh, we plan to release this interview for you guys uh, so you could get to know a little more about Harley and about where his music has come from, where all of his influences come from, and and how that has related for him with tree planting uh, to coincide with his new album. And hopefully uh, you can check out potential shows that he will be doing in the near future uh, to showcase some of this new music. So I know he's on, out on the East Coast right now, but... Um, but yeah, he's uh, he's definitely toured um, extensively across the East Coast, but I know he's also done some shows out here in BC on the island especially. So uh, so yeah, you can follow along. I've linked his Instagram and stuff as well. And uh, yeah, go check out his tunes. Uh, spread his music if it resonates with you, to other people, other planters. And I hope everyone is enjoying their summer. Um, I find it kind of hilarious that we have a conversation about summer coming and how it's going to be so hot. And of course it was not. 
So um, here we are still in the rain, or at least I am. So yeah, I hope everyone's having a good time, uh, starting to rest and recuperate. And yeah, check out this really, really wicked interview because we talk a lot more about just, uh, we talk a lot more than just tree planting and music, basically. So um, yeah, some, some really cool conversation in here. I had a really good time chatting with Harley. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys all enjoy it. And I'll probably release maybe one more Thoughts from the Block this week, um, but then I will likely be off the grid for a couple weeks. Um, but then I've got some more exciting stuff coming for you guys here in the fall as everyone hopefully begins to start uh, listening a little bit more as they resume quote-unquote normal life. So yeah, take a listen, pass it on, share it, etc. And uh, as always, if you have any questions, get at me for the next four days. <laughs> All right, enjoy. Hey Harlan, how's it going? Going good. How are you doing, Aaron? Good. Welcome to the show. Yeah, it's great to be here. Yeah, stoked to have you on. And uh, yeah, you're actually my first interview, um, like in the interior, like on a day off. So, congrats. Thank you. It's an <laughs> maybe, honor. Maybe the only the one because, like, it's getting busy. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I couldn't imagine trying to do a creative project like this while mid-season is happening. Well, I mean, that is why it was uh, postponed a few times. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's just start off, you know, because I mean, I just kind of met you too, so I'm also curious. But of course, the listeners will want to know a bit about who you are. So, yeah, why don't you share with us? Okay. Well. Uh... This is a tree planting podcast, so I do want to say right off the bat that I spent my adult life so far mostly planting trees and making music. Um, yeah, kind of lived a pretty nomadic lifestyle, uh, bouncing around Canada. I usually move two or three times a year and eventually make my way out uh, to BC, like between yeah, March and April. And then doing the usual Star Coast, make it to the interior, spend the rest of the summer figuring out kind of something fun to do, and then uh, spend the year as much as I can just making music and figuring out how to uh, live with myself. Cool. Uh, so I love asking this question because I don't know, the answers are always. So interesting to me, how you got into tree planting. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it was on my radar, basically, as soon as I left, uh, moved out of home, I was hearing about other friends and friends of friends who, who were doing it. And it was, it was always talked about as this kind of like yeah, really wild adventure uh, where you make a lot of money and and, and basically, uh, there's like no rules and it just sounded like this really this really like crazy alternate reality um, that I was actually quite scared of. Uh, I didn't feel like uh, like it was something that I was interested in at first when I was 18, but then 
after like working in restaurants and just like washing dishes, staying, you know, staying up super late and uh, um, generally like burning out and making no money. I started consi- I started to consider it a little bit more seriously. Started to warm up to it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just city life kind of grinded grinded me down. And when I was 21, I uh, I went to I was in uh, school for audio engineering, and and one of my uh, new buddies had been tree planting uh, for like four year four years already, and he he just kind of like he just really convinced me uh he pushed me that like that extra extra bit that i needed to be pushed to just kind of make that uh that path switch um i was working at a restaurant as a server and going to school full time and he was just kind of like he's like you know if you go tree planting this summer you're not gonna have to work at all during the school year and uh it didn't take long for me to latch on to that idea. It's kind of like, well, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I just, I just got, uh, got, got hooked, uh, immediately hooked. Uh, my first season was, was like fucking crazy, uh, experience just exploded my world. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, just kept going back until this is my first summer that I'm actually not not doing it. Yeah. So with that being said, so how many years have you been in the game then? Uh, this would this would have been the ninth season. Um, so I capped it at eight. I'm not writing off that I won't go back ever again, but uh, just the way things shook out this year, it uh, it's ended up being my my year off. And, I have no idea what, like, what's going to happen. I don't really know what, it's kind of shifting my whole year cycle, you know, like usually this time is, is full planting, planting. Yeah. Yeah. And everything kind of, everything kind of, uh, yeah, revolves around that. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of figuring out what it's like to have a summer and it just feels like August right now because that's, That's what, that's like the summer that I, when I have free time and it's warm, it's August. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not used to having a summer either. So it's, yeah, it's like this whole new world opens up and I mean, hilariously enough, right. It's like everything has changed so much too with the pandemic this year and our industry is in such an interesting spot. So, you know, if you do fold, uh, Yeah, and want to come planting it's like there's you know there's lots of options right now so at least you got you got that in case you uh change your mind <laughs> yeah exactly well and that's the cool thing about planting i feel like it's always there in your back pocket if uh yeah you know shit hits the fan or or if you you know you need to make some quick money or or you just got for me it's like running running away or like leaving has always been a really safe thing for me to do in my life it's kind of how I've like yeah just like gotten safe and kept kept moving is like always been something I can rely on so yeah I can definitely relate to that right now myself so I mean there's yeah certain times where I've like escaped a little bit like maybe I should deal with that stuff because it's very easy to just like put your life on pause but then there's times where it's like therapeutic to do so so yeah yeah, that's a beautiful thing um 
So I'm curious how tree planting has changed or impacted your life. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's the only consistent, it's actually kind of the only consistent thing I've had in my, in my life really. Um, that and, and making music, but it's, uh, it's really become kind of a pillar for me in terms of, uh, I know that like, whatever happened, whatever, I can pretty much do whatever I want throughout the year. And, and, uh, I know that I've got this reliable, uh, income and like experience that I'm, I'm like confident in myself. And I mean, it's, it's given me a really unique lifestyle. Um, I'm not one of these, I'm not one of the people who, uh, who saves their tree planting money <laughs> for something. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I haven't been yeah. working with it. Uh, and, you know, in some ways I'm getting burned for that now, but in, in most ways I feel grateful that like I've had uh, the resources to like go on trips and, and like I've spent, you know, I spent eight months of the year like writing music and, and, and just complete, I get to completely commit to my creative process and I don't, don't have to worry about earning a living with it, which for me is huge because I, the pressure of like being an, I don't know, an artist is, I find it really stressful. And, and, uh, in the times in my life where I've tried to, to take big steps in like, I don't know, being like an artist that, that makes money is, it's always been yeah, really stressful and tough. So it's really cool that, uh, that I got to do this tree planting thing, which which I've actually really loved for the most part. And it's enabled me to just do my art without pressure and without expectations. And, um, yeah, I feel, I feel super lucky. I know so many folks who, who had to grind so hard, like with multiple jobs and then just like spend the night you know, stay up all night, like writing a script or, or working on their songs and then they have to go to work the next day. And it's just like this cycle that, that never ends. And, and, uh, I was never able to do that balance. Like when I was working in restaurants and working, uh, house, I did some house painting for a few years. I was just too tired. And like, it's, I found it really hard to shift gears into, into like creative mode. So when I'm off work, it's like, I just wanted to like, turn off you know yeah 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 well it's hard it takes a lot of energy too right and you to tap into your creative flow and to you know yeah. people I think don't give enough credit to that but I mean it's it's draining in itself to create art and requires a certain yeah you need that like the time to be able to do that and yeah I can really as well just yeah being able to take months at a time off and then you're able to really soak into like your other passions and and things that really do require like I think well at least me as a happy human requires like a hundred percent of my focus for me to be like you know the way I want to be living and how I want to be like feeling about my life so completely agree yeah, yeah. it's it's a commitment to commitment to yourself yeah totally so you know you mentioned earlier uh answering the question about uh 
Yeah, you mostly uh, loved your experience tree planting. So I have a couple of <laughs> questions in regards to that. Um, and so they're, they're loaded questions in a way. So it's like whatever comes to your mind first, that's what I always tell people. Um, so we'll start off with what is your favorite tree planting memory? Oh, man. <laughs> well, okay. My, this is a memory from my first season. Uh, and it's, I don't know, it's like, I don't know, it's the first one that comes to my mind. So we finished the season, it was four, it was a four month interior, or no, three months in the, in the interior in northern BC. I won't say who it was with, uh, big rookie mill company. Okay. And, and uh, me and my 24 pack had just finished the block. It was like, we finished with one of these huge, we like flagging everything, you know, cattle plant with like, there must've been like 60 people. It was, it was just like madness on the block. And, and that's not the, that's not the moment, my most uh, memorable moment, but it leads up to we're in the truck driving away from the block. And uh, it was just this, like this feeling knowing that this, this, experience is finally coming to an end mm -hmm. and throughout the whole season it was just so much new newness and like overload con constant overload of like feelings and, and and just just this the freedom of the whole thing was was like completely intoxicating and just that feeling of like completion and like and like I survived. I survived this insane experience. Um, it felt kind of like when you finish high school, but on like, but like times a million. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you're just, you're simultaneously like, you don't, I, at least for me, I felt like, ah, oh, man, is this ever going to, ever going to fucking end? Like this is the, such a marathon experience. And I don't know what's going to happen next. And, and uh, and when it's finally done, it, it's just this incredible release and celebration. And yeah, just that moment on the roof of the truck, like um, I yearn, I've like yearned for it every time I finish a season, hoping that I get it again. And it, it just never happened again. Yeah, never <laughs> quite the same as the first time. That's for sure. Yeah. I guess I'm 31 now and I was 20 or turned 22 back then and like, I was still very, uh, I thought that I was like, you know, I thought that I had like gone to parties and like, I thought that I kind of knew crazy. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think you know. <laughs> you think you know, but then you go and, and it's like, I had just had my, my brain exploded. Um, well, and where, where you're at, you know, too, versus, you know, like I'm 30 now as well. So it's like, it's just a totally different stage of life as well. So, um, yeah, yeah. Like just not quite into the party scene these days in the same way. And I'm working with a very mature crew right now. So it's pretty funny. Like we're all in bed at like, you know, like 1030. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like well, have a couple yeah. beers and it's like okay like good night I, I want to sleep so <laughs> yeah yeah well and that's been my last few seasons too was more like that yeah. and, I mean I don't know how anyone keeps up that level of 
I don't know how I did. Yeah. Like I look back and I'm just like, how the hell did I do that? Cause you don't sleep on your nights off. So you don't really catch up on sleep and then you just work, work, work. And it's like, I don't know how I didn't sleep for like three months. Cause now it's like, yeah, I need it. So, and I mean, when you get on the coast too, it's that more, you know, older planter mentality and you kind of, at least that's, you know, when I started to adopt it. So it was like partly the coast, partly age, I think. Um, cause yeah, it's just yeah. more of a lifestyle and yeah. So, okay. So on this note as well, um, what's your worst tree planting memory? Oh my God. <laughs> I had a pretty bad one. Honestly, I did one day this year actually. On the oh, wow. I did okay. one day on the coast, um, and it was a really bad, it was one of like top three worst experiences. Um, it was a heli, like we, it was a heli block. We got, like zero prep um, and flown into this, yeah, just like really sketchy, ginormous piece. Um, that was, the price was, was super shit to start off. Um, and you know this is a bad story because the, it wasn't even raining, okay? It was like a oh, sunny wow. day. Oh God, okay. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it was just, it was just a combination of all, all my least favorite things about planting, like the supervisors on the block, literally just like micromanaging every, every move, kind of following me around, trying to, trying to tell me exactly whatever I was doing is like, was the wrong thing. And like, mm. whatever direction I'm going, I should be going the other direction. And yeah. It's stressful. Mm. It's stressful. Yeah. That combined with, with, uh, super cranky old old crusty dude like losing his shit on me um the verbal abuse i have like very very little tolerance for uh, mm. nowadays so getting screamed at all day as well from this other guy and like they're both telling me what to do all day long the piece is garbage and like neither of them actually know what what's going on like I actually have like a really good, I, I have a plan and I'm like trying to just like, you know, do my piece. But, um, and then, so that was like the warm up for the day. Halfway through the day, I was already like, I'm not, I'm not going to stay here. This is, this is garbage. <laughs> and so to make matters worse though, so I finished the day and, uh, and it's a walkout because this company is like not down to pay for, anything that's like excess um, regardless of the safety of the situation. So then we end up walking out of this fucking heli block and it's just like the sketchiest old growth or is it even old? It's not really old, partially old growth. Um, there's no trail out, obviously. Yeah, I was going to say, you must have had to walk out of the forest then like down a mountain or whatever. Yeah. It took like over an hour and literally the ground was like, it was so loose. It's just like dust on like shale and there's giant boulders being unearthed oh, and God. like falling towards other plants, like other people walking out. So for an hour, we're literally like, it's like some Indian Jones, like, like fucking death scene where planters are having to jump out of the way from like giant boulders. And we're, we're fucking like, like walking along like super thin, edge of the cliff trying to like get to the next flag and 
it was just like so dangerous and me and my buddy who I went there with, we were just the whole time being like, this isn't like, this isn't okay. Like, is this normal for you guys? Like you, cause we showed up late Yeah. and uh, everyone else was just kind of like completely zoned out. Just, you know, like autopilot, like obviously everyone's like freaked out as fuck, but like Dieter and I were the only ones kind of being like, we were like getting really upset and like, mm-hmm. you know, well, I mean, like, rightly this so. Is not okay. This is not yeah. okay. Like, and uh, so, were you going to do a coastal season then this year, and then you opted yeah. not to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I was supposed to do it with these guys, and anyway, we made it out. A bunch of people got injured on wow. on on that, and and then we left. We just like left that that night, and that was the worst. Like, I've had a lot of bad days you know and like crazy storms and like i've had i did like a 6k walk in walk out in like a fucking thunderstorm um paid we were paid, we were paid like 10 cents i, yes, I made, yeah. <laughs> made like 100 bucks i don't even think i made 100 bucks i planted so few trees and we spent four hours walking in and then an hour hour drive but this was the this was this was the actual worst simply because like this was definitely the most dangerous and like yeah insulting experience there was just nothing there's no kindness or like it was scary i felt like we were just i felt like i was i was at war for like more than ever it was it felt like war because everyone everyone around me was just so emotionally shut off and and like not present you know Mm -hmm. and just like just you know, we're just going to do what we're told and not, not think about what's happening around us when, yeah, it was just so dangerous and, and all because you don't want to spend a bit of extra money on, on a flight out, you know, it's not, yeah. it's not okay. So of course you mentioned that, yeah, you had planned to do at least the coast this season. Yeah. Didn't work out obviously for good reason, I think, um, for your health and safety. And yeah, you're embarking on like a new summer experience and just doing your music. Um, do you plan or, I mean, you know, it's always, it's always a bit of a weird question that I ask people, but do you see yourself tree planting again in the future? Like, have, are you keeping that door open? Um, or what's your thoughts on that? I couldn't close that door if I wanted to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned that that uh yeah like making it making a decision about going or not going um it it never it never stays the same um i've i've said many times mostly over the first five years how i wasn't going to go back and uh i've gone back every year except for this year and even this year i still went back but it just like I, i bailed out um so yeah, I I mean I love it. Like it's it's such a special, unique experience. Like I just I love having your squad and just getting like amped up and run and just running around in the forest, uh you know, like it's there's nothing like it. And 
the camaraderie and the community for me is like the most special part. Um, and there's just so many beautiful characters out there. And you really, I love how much people support each other. And, and uh, yeah, this, this, this really beautiful feeling of, of uh, connectedness um, that I've never felt anywhere else. Uh, so I, I see, I really miss that right now. And, and, uh, the company I'm with now, the last few years, hybrid, uh, 17, I've got some like really beautiful friends there and, and, uh, I can't imagine that I'll never go back. Yeah. 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 Well, that's kind of like a perfect segue, um, into your music. Um, cause yeah, you know, the community, um, planters supporting planters, like that's what I love this podcast to be about. And of course, you know, you're also a musician. Um, and so let's talk a little bit about that. I actually, I listened to a little bit of your stuff and you have such an interesting voice and like such a, such a unique sound. Um, at least that's what I thought it was like, you know, like I got like little hints of Bob Dylan, but then like your music itself really reminds me of strawberry alarm clock or like the doors, which like maybe some of you listening, like don't, well, I mean, hopefully you know the doors, but maybe you don't know strawberry alarm clock, which is like a popular band from the sixties. Like you got like a real like 60s sound to you. At least that's like what, what I took away from it. But yeah. So tell us a bit about your musical career and yeah. Did that sort of start, that was kind of already budding. It sounds like before you went planting and then just tell us about like that evolution. Well, first, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Really lovely feedback. I super appreciate you telling me that. Um, music. Yeah. So I started playing music in high school with my best friend, Peter. Um, and he, he kind of like got me into songwriting. I was, at the time, I was just playing like Metallica and Blake 182 covers, and, nice. <laughs> and, just, and he was—he kind of like, I went over to his house at lunch one day. He lived like right by school, and, and uh, I played him my son, you know, what's my age again? And I mean, he loved Blake 182, but he he gave me some really interesting feedback, uh, and just told, just basically was like, you know, that's really cool that like you can play these songs. Like, have you ever written your own song? Um, and then he and then he showed me some like he already had already written probably like an album's worth of material um, when he was like twelve years old or something. And and uh, hearing his songs and and just he kind of he kind of like opened my my mind up to the possibility that like maybe I could do that too. And he he made it really appealing because um, he kind of pitched it as like you can play other people's songs like, you know, decently, but like, if you play your own songs, you play, like, you get to, this is, you, you're the one making them, so you play them, like, not, per, I don't want to use the word perfectly, but like, you're the best one playing those songs, you're, you're, you're the, you're the one making them, so you're the one who's most connected to it, and, and, uh, I really like that idea, because up until then, I'd been, I'd just been trying really, really hard to be exactly like other stuff, and he was kind of like, well, check it out. You can just like, you can be yourself. And that's really cool. So I loved that. 
and um, we played in we played in a band a band in high school, and then and uh, we kind of like we were always kind of coming in and out of each other's lives. We, he came he he left from Halifax, and I went to Montreal, and then we both went to Montreal, and um, we kind of just pl- I played in bars and I played like super loud indie rock music early 2000s like Arcade Fire, Wolf Parade, Animal Collective kind of thing. Uh, just as loud as we, playing as loud as possible and, and really like, you know, all about like being like big party energy, big uh, celebra- celebration of life energy. Um, and yeah, like I was saying before, then I went to school for, for recording and got into the tree planting and that really kind of changed the trajectory of my whole life and my music career. Um, and like, yeah, just uh, set me on a whole uh, a path that that I I don't know where it's I, I don't know where it's going. Still, I kind of feel like I'm actually I feel like I'm 18 or 19 again now because it's been so long since I've broken that cycle and. Uh, and I'm, lo- I'm like planning on setting up a recording studio in Victoria now and, and, uh, and kind of put more into, uh, put more into the music and, and uh, kind of shift away from the planting uh, cycle kind of, I want to be more present with the rest of the world um, and music communities and um, not just kind of like in my own planting world and then in my own kind of healing, healing, uh, journey. Um, so yeah, like it's been, it's been a handful of years since I was really active playing bars and, and like, I haven't released, uh, an album with a record label in a few years. And, um, yeah, I'm just kind of getting back. I'm kind of leaning back into uh, the industry now and, and I've got a new album coming out with uh, some friends at at a record label called Oof Records. And I'm also actually planning on starting my own record label. Cool. All right on. Records. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. So tell us a bit too, because you know you, you sort of mentioned the shift of kind of being in and out of sort of the musical community and. I'll call it like regular society, the non-tree planting world. Um, Did you also cultivate kind of a a world within tree planting? Because of course there's so many artists out there. Um, You know, like I'm even like, you know, very moderate self-taught musician myself. So yeah, like there's so much like music and art in, in tree planting. So did you, how much was your music influenced inspired and sort of evolved from that process well i'll tell you one thing that uh that first season spending all that time in those uh f1 f-150s or f-250s whatever they are the big trucks and like listening to so much music in the truck getting hyped up or like setting the mood like deeply affected the music I wanted to make mm. in the off season. Cause like I wanted to make music that would be like banging in the truck. Mm, okay, cool. And, uh, and then, yeah, like, I mean, there's so many musicians and artists and 
And uh, I mean, everyone has like got their freaky art thing happening in, in one way or another, you know? Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I actually, I've been really shy with uh, tree planters for a lot of years because I felt intimidated by like, there's just so many like, there's so many people who, who are kind of like, there's so many characters with such strong ident like identities, it feels like. And uh, I've always been really insecure about myself and my identity. And, and uh, so I've, I've, I tend to not talk too much about, or I try not to like talk too much about my stuff because I'm, I've been scared to, uh, scared that people will think I'm not cool or something. Or like I don't know, be judged. And um, the last few years, though, I've been more comfortable being open about it. And I've never hidden the fact that I make music. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's uh, it's been an interesting journey to feeling confident in myself uh, enough to to like feel like I could be part of the uh, tree planting art art scene overall um because yeah it's like it's out there you know like people are doing really cool radical stuff and and like generally not for not for like capital or any kind of reason outside of just like their own expression or their own passion you know so i i really been inspired by that um and also, yeah, just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's completely affected, affected me. And I do most of my writing when I'm out there. And then I take it back in the off season and I'll like work on it. Yeah, because I remember looking into your music at some of the stuff you have on uh, some sites. And right away, like the first song I saw was called Chetwin. Yeah. And I was just like, oh yeah, this is a fucking tree planter. Like, of course the song's <laughs> named Chatwin. Um, Cause yeah, everybody plants there like at some point in their career, I feel like. So yeah. just like how we'll chuckle at that. The first, you know, the first song name I see. So well, tell us too about like your albums and, and even like the writing of your songs. Cause you say you write a lot out there. So is it, yeah is it heavily influenced by the tree planting experience itself or is it, is it kind of also your own personal experiences? Like what's, what do you, what's your music? What's the kind of story that you tell with it for the most part? Yeah. Well, the thing, one of the things I love most about planting is you spend all day just with your thoughts and your feelings. If you want, if you like they're there, yeah. you can try. I, 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 and sometimes I try to not pay attention to them, but I, I found planting a really like, yeah, therapeutic way of, of forcing me to just be with my body and my thoughts. And, and, uh, so I do, yeah, like, especially in the first few years, I, I spent so much of those seasons processing my past and like relationships and, you know, like big events and even smaller, smaller things that had been kind of like bubbling inside, uh, for a while that, you know, I, I just hadn't given myself the time to really think about. Um, and I, there's something about the, your constant movement, you know, and I love that with planting, it's all about getting in that flow state where 
you're just kind of moving and at this like efficient, beautiful rate where you're not, you're not like tired and you're also not like out of, you're not out of breath. You're just kind of like rolling. Yeah. And it's, it's the same, it's the same kind of zone. I'm, that's the, that's the space that I try to get at for writing or for making music or for, um, for being creative. Cause it's like the, the editor inside of me is silent in that zone. It's just like, things are just moving through me and memories are coming up and, and, uh, I feel very uninhibited. Um, and it, I think it helps that you're like in the middle of nowhere on the mountain or in the forest, you know? you really feel like, or I really felt just free to, to like exist. And that's a feeling that I've never felt before planting. I'd never felt like, okay to just exist. It's always something that I got like be conscious of. And uh, it was just super beautiful. And, and that's like, it's changed my songwriting. It's made me a lot more, reflective and and uh yeah i don't know i i don't i can't try to make things a certain way or like i can't when i try to control my creative uh process or like what i'm making it's it's when like the the well dries up and i and i'm suddenly frustrated and i i can't do it so for for me um i just like it's, I just try to get, I just let that, that flow state happen or I try to, I try to enable that, that flow state to be able to come up. And then I just basically like make noises or write things or say things. And then, and, uh, and then I kind of like look at them later and, you know, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing until I look at it after. And then I'm kind of like, okay, I see what, I see what was going on there. Um, because in the moment, it's just, it's just happening. It's just feelings or it's just words. And, and, uh, my, my, uh, lot or like my logical intellectual brain wants to organize it really bad or really wants to like understand it and like have the full understanding of, of what I'm saying right away, but it's just not possible. It's, and it's like a totally different, cognitive zone to be in so I really taken a lot of practice but the planting has really helped um just kind of like help be be more present and and uh I think that it's pushed me on this path of like I'm just always looking for ways to be more vulnerable and looking for uh my truth and, and like the, the truth of my life the truth of seeking self-acceptance and and uh um yeah like just always trying always trying to heal and uh figure out how to be okay be okay with like the life i got the body i got you know my trauma the world the world around me and how you know how i can uh just keep keep showing up every day and and um, the music just kind of happens and I don't get to choose what, what it is or, uh, sometimes, sometimes I'm writing stuff that I love and sometimes I don't love it. And, you know, I never know what's going to re relate or resonate with people. And, 
that's just like it's all just kind of out of my control. So, um, yeah, I just the important thing is is the experiencing and and the creating and and uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm finding freedom now. And I love the '60s. I love. I mean, I love all the eras. I I think. Uh, I really just, I'm inspired by different stuff all the time. And I just let myself kind of like do, do whatever is coming up for me. And, uh, and I just, you know, I don't know, I don't know what, what, uh, what, it, what it will resonate with other people, but I don't know. I, I, I think I like, I like where, where things are at now with this lack of control and this, this surrender of, uh, of judgment on myself because it's so life is way more fun not having to be uh not having to be something that that i'm not already and uh yeah i don't know that's kind of the wandering answer but yeah no totally i mean it's uh yeah and it, it parallels so much of what like planting can bring out in us too and allow us to be able to do that and to step into it more fully so yeah, just expressing, you know. Um, and I was going to ask too, because, you know, you mentioned like when you first started playing, what you were kind of playing and then, yeah, sort of the uh, with the evolution of your music, the, the styles of music you were playing. And of course, I sort of gave you my take on like what, what your sound was or what I thought. But I mean, you say it's constantly evolving, but what are some of, I guess, lately, some of your musical influences um, that you sort of draw inspiration from? Lately, I mean, my friend Dieter uh, is working on his, like, first kind of real album. And uh, he's, like, he's really, really, really done a lot of intense uh, just healing work over the last few years. And... Um, is kind of like discovering his own voice and his own story. And he's, he's making music that uh, it's kind of like these really scrappy lo-fi collages um, where he's, he takes a lot of, of like sound bites from movies and TV shows. Um, often like just these, these like cathartic, really sad, but kind of funny quotes and putting them over, uh, yeah, like simple guitar guitar riffs and like little beats, and uh, some of it it's like part spoken word, part part song, and I'm I'm deeply inspired by what he's doing, uh, and it's like he's got one song that just it makes me cry every single time I hear it, cool. uh, and I've never had a musical experience like that where. I can't not cry when I hear the song um, in a good way. In like a, it's just so beautiful. It just hits me in this such a uh, profound way where I feel like so safe and so just like, yeah, it's like very disarming and, and beautiful. And it just, yeah, I'm like, oh, I love that space. So he's doing his thing. Um, again, I mean, yeah. The, my biggest inspirations right now are my friends, like that guy, Peter, Peter Nias, who I told you about, taught me the songwriting. I'm hanging out with him a lot again. And, uh, 
he's a, he's become a new dad actually in the last year and awesome um he's basically been been hustling as a he went to law school then he, he's a lawyer now and has a family and um we haven't played together in probably like eight years or something and uh he's been writing basically the whole time and is now on uh paternity leave so it's this really cool opportunity for us um i'm basically i'm gonna like help him produce this album that he's essentially been writing for eight years and the songs are are just yeah they're incredible and uh he's always been my favorite songwriter and i, I wasn't actually sure if we were ever going to collaborate again because i mean being a lawyer and and going the family route i mean he's very much we've we did like a hard yeah split. hard divergence yeah <laughs> yeah we did a hard divergence and i'm like so I'm just so psyched that we found ourselves in this situation where we get to collaborate again. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's really, really inspiring me is these two friends. Um, yeah. In terms of like popular artists or whatever, I really like, I really, really love, uh, Frankie Cosmos. I like, uh, Jonathan Richman this is probably my favorite song. It's definitely my favorite songwriter. Um, growing up, I was I was really into punk rock and some forty one and some. I, I liked a lot of a lot of stuff. Uh, I was really into Viking metal, um, and then I got emo and um, Leonard Cohen and and. Uh, Neil Young were big, Bob Dylan. Um, so like I got into an Afro, Afro at a beat, Fela Kuti for my, when I was starting to plant actually, I was really into Afro beat and like these long jams that you can just like- Plant to, yeah. <laughs> like beginning of the bag up and you just yeah. like, and just boom, boom, boom. Love that stuff. And, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm open, like, honestly, uh, for music, what gets me stoked is like seeing other people really excited about it. And it's like, if, if I can feel that like excitement, you know, like when someone thinks something is really, really, really cool, doesn't matter if it's like, if I can relate to it or for if I've heard it before, it's just that it's that like, that excitedness, that, that, you know, that's this passion that I, I, I find that very inspiring. And, uh, to me, that's what's, I think anything is cool if, if it, if it really lights you up and gives you, you know, gives you that mojo to like show up and, and like express yourself and, and, uh, you know, share your, share your passion and your, and your, you know, your story or whatever it is. So tell us about uh, your new album coming out. Like, like, tell us about, yeah, what it's about, what your, you know, maybe the, the message or the story that you want to tell with it. And uh, yeah, I don't know anything else that you want to share. Sure. Um, the album's called Feeling, or I'm Feeling Things. Ooh, I like it. And yeah. my goal or like what I was vibing on, I was like, 
really wanting to make music. I was really into like, I wanted to be really clear and like really, really present and vulnerable, stripped away. Um, I've done a lot of music with like a lot of effects and layers and like, I love to be super playful and like, I love to, to explore different voices and, and like, uh, for this one, I, yeah, I was feeling like I, I was really trying to connect with like a deep, vulnerable, sensitive, uh, part of myself that, uh, kind of sometimes gets, it gets, uh, silenced over the big, the bigger energy, like my bigger kind of playful, goofy, whatever energy. And, um, so yeah, this album is kind of giving a voice to that, that more soft, uh, soft and kind of like curious, um, more of like a, more of a feminine energy or like, uh, I actually like, I was, I was in massage school at the time I tried to, I was going to be a massage therapist for a hot minute. And, uh, I was really tired of being a man. And so I actually, I like, I didn't really make, any kind of statement or anything about it, but to myself, I, I, I stopped seeing myself as a man and, uh, I wanted to just strip away my gender and, and, uh, yeah. And, and kind of, I don't know, sing, sing and, and come from, a, from this place of, of, uh, yeah, I don't know, like where I'm not a boy or a girl or, I'm not anything. I'm just, uh, yeah, just, uh, I felt really free and really able to just, uh, be vulnerable. So this album is, was written during that time. And, and, uh, and yeah, I don't know. I think it's like, it's, it's like a, I call it, I call it like a minimal, minimalist indie rock emo, emo album. Cool. Yeah. And so when is that dropping exactly? It'll be close to when this is released, of course, to sort of sync up, but when is it in June? Um, I think, I actually think it's going to be July 15th. July? Yeah. Okay, cool. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, and of course, you know, I, I would assume that with the album launch, you were going to like play some shows and, and do all that kind of jazz. How, like how, what does that look like now with, uh, with our whole, uh, global pandemic situation? Um, yeah, I don't know. My plan is I, I want to do some, I'd like to set up regular like Instagram shows or something like that. Yeah. Cool. Um, but Victoria actually is like bars are reopening. There's, Mm -hmm there's some spaces that are opening up and I feel like by July, maybe there's going to be venues. Um, honestly, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I would love to be able to play live, but at the very least we'll do some, some live Instagram stuff and, uh, and we're, yeah, we're going to have some tapes and t-shirts and Cool. Well, yeah, we'll link all that stuff in the show notes and we'll get like your Instagram on there too. So then folks can 
tune in if they feel so inclined. And like, I even know some friends who, you know, chose not to plant this year with everything going on and yeah. they're hanging out in Vic. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully I'll get to do some shows and promote this stuff. But regardless, I mean, planters will be able to, you know, get your stuff online, presumably. So yeah, and they can be checking it out on the block or off the block or wherever they, yeah. wherever they are, <laughs> hopefully be cool. I, I'll, I'll certainly be checking it out since I'm mostly doing motel shows this year, it looks like. So not complaining yeah. about it at all. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, you know, before we wrap up, is there anything else that you want to kind of share to the community, to the listeners, to the planters um, about, about your music and about, um, yeah, maybe the album or, or just anything that you want to you wanna say here before my last question? Well, I just want to say, like, mad love to all the planters out there going through this, which must be a really weird season. And especially shout out to the badass rookies right now who are, like, learning the ropes in a really, really unique time. And uh, I'm sure it's not easy right now. Um, and I just hope that everybody's got... Uh, got people they feel safe and supported with and that uh, I hope everyone knows that it's okay to take a day off if, you, if you're feeling feeling like you need it and uh, it doesn't you don't need to have a broken foot or or you know be stabbed by a stick to take a day off you can take a day off if you for whatever reason you want um, the season is long there's going to be another one next year and uh, yeah like t- take take care of yourself and and uh yeah i'm proud of you and i I appreciate you and i miss being out there yeah that kind of segues into my last question perfectly or or maybe answers a little bit but you know you might have different things that come to mind uh where you know i ask what is one piece of advice you would give anyone who's maybe considering going planting maybe even this year because apparently that's a thing right now where like people are still looking for planters um, or someone who's maybe considering going next year. uh, What would you say to them? Um, I would say that uh, awesome. Congratulations. You're interested in, in uh, a really cool thing. And I just say, and I, this is kind of my life advice is just trust yourself. Trust that, you have uh, your abilities uh, will carry you through whatever situation you, you come into and that like tree planting is uh, is a really cool unique experience and if you're interested in it yeah like keep talking about it you know ask some friends uh, go online whatever your whatever your process is for for uh, yeah, for making decisions, like I, I, I say, go for it if you, if you, if you're on the fence, like, um, yeah, it, it uh, is an incredible experience in my life, and and if you don't like it, you can leave. You can leave any day, and there's some environments where you'll feel pressure, like you can't do that, but you have the power. The planter has the power, like people are allowed to come and go and take care of themselves no matter what other people think about it. 
Um, and, and yeah, like, I don't know. That's, that's the bottom line is like, take care of yourself. And, uh, if you're feeling drawn to an adventure, I say, you know, go for it and, and check it out. And, and, uh, yeah, you're never, you're never trapped. Uh, don't let, don't let anyone fucking try to convince you that you're trapped and you don't have options. Um, yeah. So that was awesome. Well, Harlan, thank you. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to your album and hopefully catching one of your shows on the Island in the future. Um, pandemic pending, but, uh, yeah, thanks so much for coming on here today. And, uh, yeah, for all the folks listening, we'll have all of his details in the show notes for you guys to check out. And I wish you an amazing summer. (laughs) Yeah. I wish you an amazing summer too. I, uh, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. (laughs) You're going to get a really weird band and this is really awesome. Buff, buff physique. Yeah, I'm already, well, I'm already 50 days in, so I basically got it for the most, I feel like, you know, it, my body doesn't change as much as it used to, um, like, I still lose weight, I get skinny and whatever, but I mean, I'm already a pretty fit person, so it doesn't change a whole lot, and yeah, I guess my arms are maybe getting a little, but yeah, I don't know, it's just like, as you get older, I just find that maybe your body's more used to it, you know, the muscle memory, the metabolism, everything, it's not quite as extreme, but I also mostly plant in areas where, you know, like not really planting for under 20 cents. So I don't have to put in like a disgusting amount of trees either. So it's kind of more my style now too. So it's a bit more, a bit more chill perhaps maybe. Um, but I mean, we'll see what I look like in another three months. So <laughs> yeah. Cause when it gets hot too, you start sweating more. Yeah, that's true. Cause we're just coming into the heat now and then, yeah, that's when you don't eat and you just drink fluid. So we'll see how emaciated I am in September. <laughs> you know, I have, if, you, if you come to Victoria, I'll have to get a big meal. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, I got some favorite food places. So, yeah, I love Victoria. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I, I super appreciate you taking the time to give me the platform. And just uh, I love that you're, you're having these discussions with tree planters and, and – uh, it's a really, really, I think, valuable and, and important uh, space that you're creating. Um, so, thank please. you. Well, it's my pleasure. So, thank you for connecting with me. And uh, yeah, and I hope everybody out there enjoys checking out your tunes. So, planters supporting planters. That's going to be like my new plug. So, yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. And, uh, Yeah, hopefully we'll be hearing some updates from you soon. Likewise, I want to hear how the season goes. Yeah, definitely. All right, right. see you, Harlan.